4: Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe?
1: Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's
3: patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys.
4: Is this is this what people talk about when they say it's uh, when they say Winston and CeCe mess around?
2: Yes, let's is mess around. <laughs> let's let's talk about an episode that we're barely in, but <laughs> is one of my absolute favorites. <laughs> um, All of season yeah. two. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess around. Well, one of the storylines, I'll just say that there is a storyline in here that is one of my favorites. Um, but yes, let's jump all right, in you and me. <laughs> yes. This
4: I'm yes, this is very excited.
2: Yes, they want to know around. in real life if we do the mess around and we do. And you about to see it in our real friendship. So we're doing um, episode 202, which is Katie. Um, it has got three storylines. It's got the very funny um, old Nick time traveler storyline, which, by mm-hmm. the way, the reason why that felt so funny to me. Like specifically so funny is because it's something I feel like Jake Johnson would yes. fully fall for. Like I feel like there was a little only a tiny bit of acting like he would <laughs> he, he would fall for this in real life. I feel like the second one is also something um, I can relate to. And maybe I'll share mm. that story about um, a little bit of mistaken identity. you um, done that? that? But you might have also been kind of encouraging. Yes, I did. I was very young, okay, with the Katie storyline, which is also very funny. Also felt very Elizabeth Mm Merriweather that she would go through with it if the guy was hot enough. And she wrote this episode. And then we have our third storyline, which is about Winston's family. Um, And I just want to say this to our listeners. Um, That storyline is very problematic It was very problematic then. It hurt a lot of people then. And even in the rewatch, it hurts people now. Um, And it didn't deserve any air then. And on this podcast, we're not really going to give it any air now because it hurts to revisit it. So we are just going to put that to the side.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, not my favorite, not my favorite storyline. Uh, on this show, by any stretch of the imagination.
2: <laughs> no, no. And uh, uh, you just have to watch it to get it. So we don't need yeah. to kind of dive into it. You watch it, you see it. It sucks.
4: I, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not great. We have great, here's the thing, great writers on our show. I think the best writers in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Liz Meriwether is one of the, the, the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Um, but that 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 episode, I thought it was like, that storyline in particular, I thought was like, Bleh. <laughs> yeah um, so uh, yeah so so let's so let's so let's, so let's dive right in yeah this episode written by Liz Mayweather directed by Larry Charles um, so also starring uh, some of the, we had some cool guest stars in this episode huge, which I was huge. excited about super excited about Anna Maria Horsford who played my mom and i mean i grew up watching this woman uh, do her thing on television she is iconic um you, i know her from i used to watch a show called amen growing up and she was on that so i mean she's been on a bunch of stuff but amen was one of my favorite shows growing up and she was on that show um we got josh brayton plays andy kenya hill raymond j barry josh Gad, obviously uh and we had david walton
2: very unattractive
4: the most unattractive man in, in, in television well, history. Was this the intro to his character on the show? I'm assuming so, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, huge guest stars. And also guest stars that in this episode, when they were introduced, people just fell in love with so instantly that they just kept bringing him back. Exactly. Yeah.
4: So so let's dive right into this episode. Um, unemployment made Jess stir crazy. Cleaning, cooking. And weird felt art. (laughs) That that, that was one of the weirdest.
0: (laughs) Do you remember, wait,
2: quick, I mean, don't mean to interrupt the recap, but I just have to say this really quickly, is that when we wrapped the series, they kind of said like, hey, you guys can all take one or two things that really meant something to you. Um, And then as things got picked over, they're like, oh, still things here that are available. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) That felt art just sat there. there. Just like this ugly thing. I
4: wonder nobody... who has that felt art. I wonder who I th- has that.
2: I think the trash does. Okay. The
4: sorry. trash probably definitely has that.
2: Continue, um,
4: continue. I'm not sure if you guys, if just, just, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the artwork that Jess uh, gave the guys as a gift. And it's the photo that, it's the, <laughs> it's the photo uh, that I personally, my character looked like if you would have told a child to draw what they think a black person looks like, if they'd never seen a <laughs> black person before, that's what that, that's what that was. Uh, the guys go crazy when she gives it to him. Okay. So Schmidt, Winston, um, they elected Nick to get Jess under control. Now Nick takes her to a bar where old time travel, Nick, he, he waits to stir up some trouble. Also at the bar are Sam Bearclaw, and Alan, three men who fall for Jess within minutes of meeting her. If you know Zoe, this happens to her all the time. (laughs) Dudes are lining up to meet her and fall in love with her. Now, just she asks for Alan's number, and Nick agrees, but she goes home with super hottie Sam, the guy who looks good. Anyway, while Sam is the greatest sex of her life, you know, probably in that moment, because later on when they start dating, you know, when she starts dating Nick, I'm assuming that's probably the greatest of her life.
2: That's anyway. so sweet of you, by the way, right there. That was just you just being like a, a friend in that moment. Yeah. Being like, she, no, but the boy she marries, don't worry, yeah. homie. Yeah, he puts <laughs> it down. You the best, you the best.
4: Trust me, <laughs> I know he puts it down. <laughs> um, so just she quickly realizes lying and pretending to be Katie, Sam's date from an app could blow up in her face, but she's living off the grid. So fuck caution. Jess decides she will be a juggler of, fill in the blank, Hannah. What is she juggling? Man. Man. Meanwhile, Schmidt, he develops a crush on Winston's WNBA playing sister, Alicia. Now this pisses off Winston's mom, obviously, but Schmidt refuses to take the hint and challenges Alicia to a love and basketball style game. Now, He can beat her in a game of basketball. She has to go on a date with him now. Alicia, she shows up for one on one, but she checks the ball directly in Schmidt's face before walking off the court. That, my friends, is called justice. It was one of the
2: best endings to an episode. It's so funny. It's one of the funniest things ever. Because for a second, you go like, okay, they're gonna at least like dribble. You know, like something's gonna happen. I'm gonna see a shot. No.
4: Yeah. Nothing. Just check the ball. Out of
2: here. (laughs) okay
4: now back at the loft Nick sends bear claw to Jess instead of Alan that that, that's a rookie move right there so Jess she flees to hook up with (laughs) Sam at the bar now old Nick he tells current Nick to apologize to Jess before traveling to the past via his time travel machine aka his cardboard box (laughs) now all the men interested in Jess end up in the bathroom together which is a very very weird Scene. <laughs> there's <laughs> Just, no way it,
2: out. There's no way out. You've been lying and you get <laughs> caught, and uh, there's, there's nowhere to hide anymore.
4: It did not look okay. Um, now, all the dirty laundry is let out in the air. And miraculously, mm. Sam, he isn't put off by these shenanigans because that's a dirty dude. And two, they, they start up <laughs> uh, a friends with benefits kind of situation. And that's what happened in this episode 202 Katie, again, directed Katie. by Larry Charles.
2: Katie. Um, all right, let's mess around. Let's, let's mess go. around. Let's mess around, let's mess around. Okay, because this is where I get like so excited um, about this confusion with the Katie situation. So basically what's happening with Jess is she's lost her job and she doesn't know what to do with herself. Right. Which um, I think a lot of people struggle with, right? We're used to being busy all the time. Be busy, fill your day, do something, be productive,
3: and Not then me. all of a
2: sudden you get given. <laughs> me either, <laughs> by the way. By the way, I'm like I'm definitely more Nick than I am any other character yeah, on the show. I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm right. Okay with that. That's right. Um. So she's um she's chilling at the bar, trying to do the thing. And um, the very handsome uh, David Walton walks in playing Sam and mistakes her for a girl he's been chatting with online. This, by the way, is why you got to send photos. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You
4: got to send the pics.
2: You got to send a pic because this, you got catfished in real life, which is pretty phenomenal.
4: Which is strange, which happens all the time now because of all these filters and... You know, with Photoshop, you know what I mean? Like I I was going on a date. I was supposed to go on a date um, with this Jamaican woman one time. You know, Korean woman showed up. I said, what? (laughs) She said, but I identify online (laughs) as a a Jamaican woman named Cleo. I said, okay, all right.
2: If you were in the same situation, if you were sitting in a bar and the hottest woman showed up and was like, so hey Stephen! oh my gosh i've been waiting to meet you this is amazing yeah. let's go would you be like i guess i'm Stephen tonight
4: well here's what i would do i would charm her with a couple jokes right at the top you know what i mean i would i would do that i would break the ice a little bit then once she's like into it i would look around and i would go i'd be honest with you Stephen stood you up he stood you <laughs> up he's not here but i'm here daddy's home and then okay. yeah uh, you know, and I whisper that ever so gently right by the side of her face so she could feel the presence of me. And then maybe she wanted wants to ditch this guy. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't lie about it.
2: <laughs> you wouldn't lie.
4: There's no way. There's no way.
2: Yeah, it'd I'm, be a little like, weird if you were kicking it later and she was just like, oh, Steven. And you'd be like, no, nah, I can't do it. I got to go.
4: It'd be weird. I'm a jealous guy. I'd be like, who the hell is Steven?
2: <laughs> oh, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, Never, oh, mind. Oh, Never mind. Never mind. You Keep man. going. Keep going. <laughs>
4: I'm also a very vain guy, so when she came back to my house, she would see my name everywhere. Like, Who's this Lamorne? I'd be like, oh, that's my, this is my servant. I don't know, <laughs> he works for me.
2: You, you know, know what what's mean? funny? When I first moved to, um, when I first moved to L.A., I got invited. Uh, I didn't get invited. My friend was a makeup artist. She did makeup on a movie, um, and she brought me as a plus one to the director's house, who was having like the wrap party at his house. Mm-hmm. And I'd never been to anybody Famoose's house before. And I, uh, Famoose. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I remember we walked in the front door. And I kid you not, because it had a spiral staircase. Like, and I don't what? know, like 100 foot ceiling or something crazy. Because it went all the way up like the three floors. And Jeez. there was a no joke. It must have been 30 foot tall portrait of him
1: Whoa. hanging in the entry. <laughs> <laughs> so he
2: could definitely never catfish anybody because um that's his oh house my. you know it's hey, his house <laughs> name names i can't name his name i feel larry weird charles he was so not not larry charles <laughs> not larry charles um but i was a big i am a big fan of his work um but i remember being like wow i guess this is how uh famous people live you you get that portrait Damn. done and you slap it up and say i bought this house that's
4: yeah house. I'm, te- I'm telling michael bay you said that <laughs> I'm telling Michael Bay, you said that.
2: Damn. All right, so she commits to it and goes <laughs> it down is michael Bay. No, it's not Michael oh, Bay. Okay, I'm you sorry. Joking? You changed the subject
4: so quick. I thought it was Michael Bay.
2: <laughs> no, I just don't trust myself to not slip the name out. I can't keep <laughs> All it a right, secret. Shout out
4: to Christopher Nolan.
2: <laughs>
4: uh, but go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, so here, i I. I, I well, my situation's worse because I kind of like trick someone the reason why this episode kind of triggered that memory in me is there uh nick says to jess um something like there will enjoy it now because there's no coming back from <laughs> oh hey actually my name is jess yeah. like you will terrify a man if you hold on to that like you have to either own it in the moment like you're saying you would do right mm-hmm. or you just got to be katie that that's it that's who you are now yes that's your life and i um I, I, there was a radio DJ in Cyprus when I lived there. And here's also the joke, because there was no, like, internet. It's not like I could even Google what this guy looked like. But his voice was fine, okay? And it was a call-in show. But he had mentioned it, and I never called in. I was, like, young. I was, like, a teenager. And I'd never a called in. show? Yeah, like, you'd play music, but then, like, people could call and in people and people be like, this.
0: And-
4: I'm only saying I'm only TLC. questioning that because our, our, our listeners are some of them are uh, don't know what that is. You're <laughs> so you're
2: the, the radio DJ would be playing all the songs on the radio and then you could call and be like, I want you to play baby 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 by TLC. Right.
0: Okay. Right. Okay.
2: And I never called in, but he mentioned at some point that he was single and that he um uh, loved everything French. Ooh. So I called I uh-huh. called in the Colin show the next day and I was like, um, hello, uh, I was just uh wondering if you could play that song, um, by a, a TLC. What, uh huh. And he was like, oh, so he put like the song on but kept me on the line and we now, but now I'm deep. Because at what point do you now the super guy you had this like weird crush on on the radio? At what point do you go like, so I don't talk like this, I talk like this? Oh, <laughs> now my what do I do? Gosh. What do I do? So here's the thing. Here was the problem because he says at some point, um, hey, um, uh, he sp- speaks to me in French. I didn't know that. I didn't know the man actually spoke French. So he speaks to me in French, and I chew I don't know what the what he said, and I go. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm. I'm actually. Uh, uh, I'm trying to practice my English. So, do you <laughs> mind if we just speak in English, just to help me? And oh, he went. Wow. I mean, I was. 14-year-old girls, man, you got to watch out. They're so what? smart. They're so yeah. fast. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. You got to be watch out for the 14-year-old girls.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you have Said a daughter. I'm just room. saying, when she's a teenager, you better, like, you know, triple check all the things that she says because she's going oh, be doors way smarter than you. Oh, yeah, the doors are
4: locked. Are locked. She ain't going nowhere.
2: <laughs> so there came a point in my situation with the radio DJ where, because he wanted to meet me because uh, he was calling And I had to tell him one, I'm not French, and two, uh, my voice sounds like this. (laughs) My voice is actually quite deep for a woman. So I'm sure he was like, I don't believe anything about you. And I never heard from him again, you guys. So here's the thing (laughs)
3: Lamorne's
2: approach is right, just own it in the moment. Um, because what happens in this episode is is that Dr. Sam comes back at the end and is just like, I don't mind. It's cool. It's cool that you're not Katie. Um, I'm a bit of a liar too. Everything is cool. I just want to say I tried it out in real life, the Katie situation, and it did not work. The man was no. scared and he was gone. Um, he probably this also episode. was like 25, to be honest with you. Who knows? I didn't see a picture his age, and I was 14, and he was probably like, uh, what is happening? Come yeah, on. you're
4: trying to set this man up for 5 to 10 in prison. <laughs> what are you talking about? you trying to put this know. man on the registry.
2: This was pre-Google, man. We were calling radio <laughs> lines. This could be 1922.
4: Cut to uh, you're, you're getting a knock on your door by this man who has to now go door to door in the neighborhood and let everybody know he's a predator. <laughs> and he is... <laughs> He is a, a, an offender
0: because you know, of what you
4: have done to this
0: man.
2: That's why there's no more in shows. This became an urban legend oh
0: my <laughs>
2: of that little God. French girl who is no longer French. Oh, can I just say one of the other, the other thing in this episode, by the way, that mm-hmm. my favorite thing that happens when we watch this show is when I, I can see somebody break mm-hmm. and they have to use the take because they obviously broke in every single take. Mm-hmm. And there is the two shot of um zoe and max
4: <laughs> when
2: mm-hmm. um when jake is l- leaping oh yes <laughs> and you can tell that jake is like gonna overcommit to the bit so it's funny right mm-hmm. other but he doesn't want to do it and then he does like the weird overbite <laughs> to like really get some like <laughs> leverage to jump in the air and they just got to max and it's definitely not schmidt it's just max is max laughing his ass off because he knows how uncomfortable jake is and then when jake sits down and goes like that's enough i'm done that's also jake not nick
4: yes i'm almost i you know I'm, i'd be curious to go back and look at this and look at the pages to see if if jake actually does that dance in the script because <laughs> max was notorious for uh-huh. egging you on to go and go the extra bit like he uh-huh. would I'm, I'm almost positive max was whispering to jake like do
2: it do the dance do well, it. he says he's it in gonna... the scene, and I was, I was like, was that scripted or not? Because he goes like, "Let's see it, let's see you do it, let's see you yeah. leap," and you can see him go like,
4: <laughs> "Oh yeah." I think if you push Jake enough, he will do the bit. But then he's there like, are moments fine. where he's just not. In, he's like, "No, I'm not doing it." But if it's funny, if it's funny, he will, he will definitely go for it. Um, and that dance is a very memeable, memeable thing. Like I see that, I see that dance all over the place.
2: Memeable moments I'm surprised that's not like a TikTok dance now. Like the recreation. Yeah. The recreation? The recreation. The recreation yeah, of um of the of the Jake or the Nick Miller leaping dance. If you um Forget- recreate that's that fun. dance, please, please please tag me. I want to split screen. I want to see him do it and you do it. I bet you guys will just slay it.
4: Oh, absolutely. And we will be right back. Yes.
1: Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
3: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
2: Welcome to
1: our
0: show.
2: Okay, the other thing I want to talk about, too, in this episode that I was like, had me in tears was just describing what great sex is. She left her body, went to heaven. She saw her grandparents. Oh, yes. She thought it was weird. She saw her grandparents. Sorry, she family. came back to earth, became a werewolf, Wolf. scared some teenagers, teenagers, and then came back into her body. Oh, One of the God. I was like, "That's
4: you know that's what's a funny lot. about that. Uh-huh. You know what's funny about that. Not only is it, it's funny, it's funny. Her delivery was really funny, uh, and 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 even the writing of those jokes were really really funny. But they were so accurate." To what women tell me after we we lay together, it's crazy because I'm always just like, you know, that was cool, you know. um, Where's my money? But then uh, they, (laughs) they,
2: and then you say, could you read this? The words on this flashcard to me, it just makes me feel good. (laughs) Could you just feel
4: so much better about my performance, which is less than stellar? Uh, (laughs) I'm just putting it out there. No, but that was that 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 right there. You know another another part of this episode that I also found very funny when we're going off talking about listing things mm. was when um and I know we're jumping around a little bit but um the hypothetical time travel when Schmidt has a list of the people that he wants to 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 do things to. And you know, it's a typical Schmidt list. It's Marie Antoinette, mm. it's Cleopatra, mm. young Anne Margaret, Old and market. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you had an opportunity to go back in time. ooh, And there was, a, and there were, there were one or two people that you could or a list your, know, your Mount Rushmore of people that you're
1: oh, like, that gosh. that's
4: someone I could, I would have loved to have. I know you kind of can't say that down because you're married and it's,
2: it's not it's even a, that. I just, cheating. I can't, there's uh, my brain and body don't work that way. There's nobody even now walking down the street where I'm like, mm, I wanna. Mm. That's just not how I work. That's I need really? to know you for like 30 years, and I. I Have need you to seen Hulk Hogan late. walking
4: down the street? Yeah, <laughs> <Huh>? we <laughs> see Hulk Hogan walking down the street. Damn man, you ain't living.
2: <laughs> Look, I could give you a a, a list a billion people long of all the people that I wouldn't let even be in the same room with me. I'm like <laughs> I know what I don't like. Um no, I don't have a list of, of historical people that I would want to sleep with. I would have a list of historical people that I'd wanna like um like a binge like Netflix for like three days with. <laughs> That's what I know. That to me is intimacy. Do you wanna sit on my couch and eat popcorn and Neil deGrasse Tyson? <laughs> just pull up a piece of this sofa get cozy mosey and let's watch them tv together let's get close That's I mean
4: me. that's
2: I would, on brand for me you got to say that's on brand for me
4: that is on brand for you a nice yeah. bottle of wine that's
2: your right. idea of a good evening
4: is yes. polishing off a bottle of wine
2: Yes. That's, let's order some pizza let's make bad decisions in the culinary world come on now
4: well i got my list i just it Tell just popped popped up in my head just now Okay. J- just now, all the all the all the ladies from the movie set it off.
2: All of them. All of
4: them. Okay. All of them. All, all of
2: them.
4: them. I just that's that's just my that's just my fantasy right there. Queen Latifah got to have her cornrows too. So that's, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be it.
2: You know what? The queen's on my list too, though. On my pull up a piece of the couch and let's like watch some oh, yeah. TV. Queen's on my list too.
4: Oh yeah, she she on my list and on my bed. No, I'm
2: kidding. Uh, okay. Uh,
4: just, just you know, that's, uh, that's, that's my, that's it right there. The guest to set it off. And then maybe Pam Greer, we throw Pam Greer in there. Um, Ooh. You know, she, you know, Pam Greer, old Pam Greer and new Pam Greer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. You basically have a very schmitty list.
4: 100%. Um, I know we're okay. not going to talk about this storyline. Mm. I don't want to talk about the storyline, but there is, I do want to talk about just Anna Maria Horsford, Iconic, legendary. She plays my mom on the show. That she is so exciting to me. As uh, I, I, just, I, I, grew up, I grew up uh, watching this woman. So I, I just, I, I was just honored to, 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 to have her play my mom. And Kenya Hill, um, model extraordinaire, actor extraordinaire. She plays my sister on the show. And uh, and I, you know, just very, very grateful that they were on the show. There's an interesting question that Joelle posed mm. uh, in our notes here which was um, Winston, <laughs> Winston and Alicia, are they Reggie and Cheryl Miller? Now, for those who aren't familiar, Reggie Miller, NBA legend, his sister, uh, mm. Cheryl Miller, iconic basketball legend. Some would say even better than Reggie. Um, you know, so she's an Olympian. She's a, a, a world-class athlete. Um, I would probably say, it's, I don't think it's based on that, But I, but I, but it's so much, it's right there. It's right there on the nose because she's just flat out better than him. Like she's, you know, typically you would say, oh, that's a, it's a, a, he's a, he's a guy. She's a girl. Like he's got to be better. No, not in this dynamic, not in Reggie and Cheryl's case and not in Winston and Alicia's case. Winston is a failed basketball player. This woman is a pro.
2: (laughs) <laughs> this right. Is like straight
4: up pro. <laughs> so uh, so to answer that question, Joelle, uh, I would say it's close. It's very much so close. If we wheelhouse. had a writer from Indiana, then maybe.
2: Yeah, <laughs> then maybe I would see. It's in the wheelhouse. Um, uh, I'm in one scene of this More. episode. In one scene, um, coaching Jess on how to sext. And I will say this, um, that is in my, my real life, not sext, but text, that is my real life um, best friend superpower, is if you have just met a boy and you like him too much, or a girl just seen a man across the room and now you're about to lose your whole man to like mind and plan a wedding and you're getting mm-hmm. crazy, I, I will say, give me your phone. Just give me your phone. Oh. <laughs> I will. I will take the 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 nutso out of you. <laughs> that you're about to text well, this man. Well, walk me
4: through this. Walk me through this, Hannah. You know give what the any- you know
2: what the key is? What? Say less. Just say less. Which is what Cece tries to tell Jessen. It say less.
1: Don't send two
2: texts, three texts, four texts back to back. Send one. Wait. Put your phone in a drawer walk away. If he doesn't text you back till tomorrow, it's okay. That's not a reflection of you or your worth or all the things. Don't send him 90 texts. Don't worry. he I promise you he was not in a car accident, but something may else have happened to him where he just didn't get back to you till tomorrow. He's not but a trash human for not texting you back. Just calm down.
4: <laughs> but let's be clear, though. I just want the listeners out there, to I don't want them to, to misconstrue anything that you're saying. You're saying... If that, if, if you are having a text exchange, just say less. But what I think she means is unless you're sending, uh, erotic photos of yourself, send more <laughs> of those, but less. So you guys can go back and forth with those photos. Just don't send too many words. Is that what don't you're saying?
2: Even, no, my advice to every woman is don't send any of those photos. Don't s- that man no, wants to right. see it. Let him come in person. Let yeah, him come in right. person. And when you're ready, you can show him all your beautiful body in person when you're ready but don't send that man a picture you're right
4: you're right i I agree i I was just trying to get what i was just trying to let them i didn't know what you had meant so yeah yeah. Hey, listen don't send those photos videos are okay but (laughs) photos is what you're saying hannah i love your advice hannah i I think the listeners out there will really take this to heart
0: Um, you are being
2: by the way the jess of this conversation of what happens in that scene (laughs) Where she's like, what? I want you to touch my meat bar or whatever. <laughs> yes. That's what happens. It's so that's one of the funniest funniest deliveries of lines is when Josh Gad is like, and I can't wait to see your meat bar. I was I was on the floor. I was like, Josh, <laughs> when he does the bear claw retract contract Oh
4: We've all been there. <laughs> we've all been the, there.
2: His little back tattoo. Yeah.
4: I have a tramp stamp and I show and when I show people <laughs> It's over the years is it has become this, you know, faded and distorted. I don't want to get it touched up, but whenever I Do you see have women... any
2: tattoos, by the way? I have, a, I have
4: a tramp stamp. You
2: do not have a tramp stamp. I, you I falling have a... on a Sharpie this morning does not qualify as a tramp stamp.
4: <laughs> it's a bull. I have a Brahma bull on my <laughs> <laughs> Uh
2: No, no tattoos. Do you have any tattoos? Zero.
4: Man, I don't know what it is. I just don't I don't think i I don't think I want anything permanently on my
2: body. Like That's that. my problem. I'm I, Look, I love tattoos. I'm just too wishy-washy. I would go yeah. into a tattoo parlor and walk around and look at all the photos. I'd get down to like three and I would go back and forth around the three and then it's way too permanent. And then I'd walk out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been
4: to a, mi- a million tattoo parlors and it, and it kind of went like that. You know, I have friends who are tattoo artists that are always like, when you're ready. It's on the house, and I'm always like, "Ah, I'll see you next week." And that turns into <laughs> is, uh, ten ten years ago.
2: You know what I realized? I don't think anyone on our cast has a tattoo.
4: Some of Max's moles are tattoos.
2: <laughs> he put them on for character development. He's like, "Just tattoo them on." One hundred
4: percent. And Jake's uh, chest hair, all of that's tattooed on. <laughs> A lot of that's tattooed on for sure.
2: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, by the way, so that we just have to dive into it for a second because I think it's like one of the fun things about this episode of who is everybody really? And the old Nick thing. Right? Because at the end yes. he goes into a cardboard box and puts on a tin foil hat and goes beep, boop, 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 <laughs> Right. But he says so many things. Like, is he just like an observant guy who just like has been sitting at the bar and realizes he heard like overheard Nick say something about writing or overheard Nick call someone a clown or can just see that that girl likes him and he can tell that Nick's kind of dumb and is going to do something dumb. So he's saying things that sound smart and he really is a crazy man. Or is he from the future? And then that's the the big distract at the end.
4: Yeah. I'm going to go up the ladder. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with he's from the future.
2: But, I like that too.
4: But maybe not from the future. I mean, it, it depends on how you look at the future. You know what I mean? I think this I think there's some sort of interdimensional travel going on here. Different timelines. You know what I'm saying? Right. That yeah, some I of do. the information could be, you know, it could be encoded into this person. He just he just knows. He's just from a different timeline. That's all.
2: He's just That's intuitive. All. Maybe he's just really he, intuitive. You know, sometimes we just know a person. You just know,
4: do. yeah. You you. You you're on you're in you're in another timeline. That's all. That's all it is. And you're connecting. You're you're crossing paths. Sorry to go this deep. Uh, welcome to our show, listeners. But you know we're going there this episode. <laughs> we're going. I
2: really wonder though, like why it didn't come back. I feel like, um, like Tran, like that was kind of like in the same wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Of it's like he's it's like a daddy issue <laughs> with the yeah. nick miller character like he wants someone to guide him he wants someone to say look you should say sorry hey look you know you're gonna make mistakes 100 um, percent. i think that's what he's looking 100%. for like deep down i think because you see who he's really drawn to and the and what he wants to believe
4: or also people aren't that complicated when you really think about it there are simple solutions to a lot of problems. I think sometimes we overcomplicate them. So when he's when at the end, you know, he's, he's like, "What should I do?" He just says, "Make her an old fashioned." He could have said anything in that moment. He could have said anything. Make her an old fashioned. He could have said, "Talk to her." He could have said, "You'll know what to do." You know what I mean? It's just sometimes you just need to hear something, or or just a suggestion. He just said, hey, "Make an old fashioned," and it happened to work. You know. You what know I mean?
2: what? It's also a super sweet ending. To this episode, and i and i I really like like the tenderness of it, because there's no like joke in that moment where she goes, yeah. What are you gonna do to me?" And he looks at her, and you see in his eyes, I couldn't do anything, and so when she goes like, No, like really, and the worst thing that he could come up with that he would ever do, right is he's going to get drunk and pee in her closet. Yeah, and pee in her closet, that's right. Which is really sweet. Like, it's one of those moments. It's these Wait, tiny little foundational blocks of, like, Bill. Well, he's not, like, saying, like, I'm going to cheat on you. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Because that's what every girl is going, like, what do you mean you're going to hurt me? What are you going to do that could hurt me? And it's like, oh, you're going to be just, like, a dumb boy. Let me tell you something.
4: <laughs> Let me tell you something, Hannah. Cheat Ooh. on me. Don't pee on my clothes. Okay. <laughs> cheat on me. I don't want to, I don't, because here's the thing, it gets dried up, you don't know they did it, you put your favorite favorite jeans on, you walk outside and everybody's calling you piss pants, because you just smell, you stink, and you don't know who did it, you don't know what the culprit is. Now you have this reputation going on and on, oh, that's the man who smells like urine, and you don't know where it's coming from, and you go and you wash those pants, and then you're going to put on a different pair of sweatpants the next day, those smell like urine. Now you start questioning to yourself, do I piss myself and I don't Mm. know? Mm. do i dry piss because you would know if it was moist but it's dried up do i dry piss
2: it's just vapor and and steam at this point
4: exactly i'd rather you cheat on me and know and and i know then i know cheat on me please i'm begging you to do it
2: don't pee on my shit there you go ladies if you're in a situation where you're just like you're you're dating lamorne and you're mad at him and you got to do something cheat on him but don't please don't put don't put any urine anywhere near his clothes I'm not about the piss play. That's not, that's not for I me. Mean, <laughs> I don't think that that's where <laughs> Nick was going with it. I don't, I don't know. I, I like how I said this is like weird. the sweetest part of the episode. The sweetest part of the episode is him saying, I'll just be on your clothes.
0: From BBC Radio 4,
1: Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
3: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
1: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor.
3: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
1: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome to our show.
4: Also, I will say this in this episode, I think it's strange that that we, we, we normalize, and it happens in movies all the time. It happens in TV, it happens in movies often. And in mm. this show, we did it. We normalize having sex in a public bathroom, but whenever I do it, the cops are called. Okay, whenever I do it, I got some explaining to do. I got some bribes to, to you know what I'm saying. I gotta put a little dollar in the pocket. Hey, don't let, don't tell TMZ. You know, here's what here's the saying? thing. If
2: you heard a woman in the men's bathroom, would you just would you assume that she's being harmed? And no. kick in the stall door. No, I was like, "What a reaction from the claw. Yes, like, what a I mean, and his, by the way, this is why Josh Gad is an incredible like dramatic performer, is the pain yes. in that scene where he drops to his knees and screams, <laughs> "What is happening?" and i loved you and you believe it so deeply oh yeah like so deeply oh yeah he's it's so funny
4: that that it's, came from somewhere
2: it came that, from somewhere it came from
4: somewhere i could tell you if it, it, i've 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 walked in on weird situations before in my past and i know the feeling ooh it hurts ooh, ooh you got that
2: to would hear be it. my nightmare my absolute nightmare
4: Oh, yeah that's 100 percent a nightmare i may have had nightmares about this
2: <laughs> i just i yeah, just serious. saw like a tiktok video of um it's a very cruel prank i would never play it but it's of uh a wife I, when the husband like you're like bye honey love you and he's like, gone off to work oh, you yes. wait a minute and you send a text and be like okay he's gone come over and then you watch the car <laughs> Reverse all the way back up, and that man right up the stairs. Oh, who's coming over? <laughs> who's here? I, yo,
4: I <laughs> that that right one. One, it's a very good one. That's a very good prank. But it's also like it's very it's very um. What do you call it? It's a uh, you 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 you're towing
2: the line there
4: because
2: I know you are getting a real reaction right now. <laughs> well, because here's
4: the thing. What. If you, let's say, let's say I were a cheater let's say I was married and I was a cheater Mm-mm. and I, and I was texting my, my side, you know, my side bay. Hey, come Oh, she's gone. Come over. And then my wife came back in. I would, that's what I would do. I would say, Oh, I was just joking. Ha. It's a prank. You've been punked. That's what I would do. So can I
2: tell you what I would do? What? Okay. If my husband texts like she's gone, you can come over. This is why. This is what I'm telling you. That's a 14 year old girl that was like, hello. Okay, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I would go around the block, park at the end of the block, out of of my house, in my car, and I'd sit. Why there, are you whispering? And I would wait. <laughs> and that's when, then I would know my husband probably sweating because it goes like, she didn't run back. She didn't run back. So she's just yeah. sitting somewhere, mad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would block them. And I would probably sit there for hours because i will be like, she's running late, but maybe she's coming.
4: (laughs) But then joke's on you. Joke's on you. You got fired from your job. But now
2: it's real because then the anger gets, oh my goodness, that's a dangerous (laughs) game. You never know how someone's going to react. I'd be sitting there on the block being like, when this car, and then he probably ordering breakfast and that poor Postmates guy, he's going to get it. The Postmates (laughs) delivery woman, i will be like, oh, you brought coffee too? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I just got to deliver it. Please give me five stars. Uh, <laughs> uh,
4: no, yeah, that would be a terrible one for
2: sure. Terrible one. Um, okay, before we jump into uh, True American, I just want to say one thing. When I heard the description of just describing great sex, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard, it reminded me of watching um, Black Adder. Did you ever watch Black Adder?
4: The Black British... Adam. I've seen Black
2: Adam. <laughs> Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Slightly different. It was Rowan Atkinson's um, uh, incredible series. And each season was a different era in history. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really funny and really weird. And it's it's old. Um, But I will never forget there was a guy called um, Lord Flashheart. (laughs) And he's just this very, like, alpha guy that always has women and is the complete opposite of a Rowan Atkinson's character. <laughs> and he's always, like, comes in and he always has, like, a, a woman that he's just, like, you know, kind of, like, grabbed his on his hip. And he, uh, I'll just never forget, I mean, I probably haven't watched the show in, like, 20 years, but I'll never forget, he goes, Lord Flashheart says, because um, he's a pilot, he said, uh, you got to treat your... Uh, women like you treat your the the plane you gotta get inside her seven times a day and take her to heaven and back Woof. (laughs) he whoops at the end (laughs) what he got inside her seven times a day and take her to heaven and back Woof. and i was like i don't know how old i was when i heard that but i was just like wait a minute i was like (laughs) <laughs> this is happening to someone seven times a day and they're trying to take you to heaven and back and then they <gasps> woof. I was like, this seems
0: <laughs>
2: exhausting.
4: <laughs> seven times a day. That that used to be that used to be the number
2: right there. I remember those days. Seven times lucky. <laughs> seven um okay. T- <laughs> oh, where's the bear? Now it's time for where's the bear?
4: Where's the bear?
2: Here's the Bear is brought to you by Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile.
4: Yeah, I I, I saw... Well, go ahead. I, I'm going to let you do it. I cause...
2: don't even need to go ahead. Hello, bear claw. Come on.
4: That's Come pretty on. good. Come on.
2: Silver platter. Good. Not only do we have bear claw, we have the bear claw tattoo. Okay? That's right. So there's he just bears a bear everywhere. I think there's like a bear in Winston's room. Of course, we got the bear on the fridge, yada, yada, yada. But this, there's a whole character called bear claw And then they showed the bear claw.
4: Period. That's
2: good. Done. Proven. Thank you so much. Thanks for helping us with our bear hunt Hyundai. Remember with Hyundai, it's all about the journey. Whatever your destination, they've got the latest tech to get you there safe and keep your passengers entertained along the way. From shopping to buying to owning, Hyundai has your back. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com.
4: You know, sometimes when the truth is right in front of you, the answer is right there in front of your face. Mm-mm. I didn't even realize that.
2: <laughs> That's why I'm the one <laughs> on the bear hunt. That's
4: true. I'm gonna let you keep hunting bears. One one bear's gonna turn around and, and get you. You
2: know. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Come get me. It's fine. You went to some dark shit. Right. I know. I know.
4: You want to put some True American?
2: All right, True American. <laughs>
4: America. folks it's about that time you want it i want it we all want it at the mm. same time it's true american folks we are back yes indeed the regular listeners they know what time it is if you're just catching up it's when we dig deep and we ask each other questions it's that simple um now hannah have a question yeah. for you
2: yeah
4: if i had a terrible day yes and came to you for a drink mm. What would you make for me?
2: Okay. All right. So it depends. It depends. Um, if you are having a rough day, you, do not, you want a non-alcoholic beverage, you want something new, delicious, filling, um, tantalizing on the taste buds, kind of comforting, I would make you a mango lussie.
4: What the hell is that?
2: <laughs> it's like an Indian milkshake. So I would put fresh mangoes mm-hmm. into my blender. I would put milk and mm-hmm. I'd put a little like cardamom.
0: Just a mm-hmm. little. Oh.
2: And blend it up super frothy. So delicious. So good for you. So yummy. Now, if you came over and you're like, no, I want like an adult beverage. Thank you so much. Here's mm-hmm. what I would make for you. I would make my twist on a Tom Collins because I remember. We were shooting new girl. I, uh, had a day off. I had a lot of days off on this episode. I had almost all the days off. Um, and I was watching, uh, Chinatown. I'd never seen that movie before mm-hmm. and Faye Dunaway is sitting in a bar. Um, and I paused the, th- and I was like, I know this bar. And it's the bar we shot at-, at the Prince. What? Yes. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like this like iconic movie and incredible action. I mean that, that's the bar we all do wow. dumb stuff in. That's so weird. And she says, I'll have a Tom Collins. Um, so I pause it. And I was like, what's that? So I Google it. And I'm like, that actually sounds quite refreshing. What's in it? <laughs> it's gin, um, tonic, uh, lime, and sugar. Sugar cube. Yes, it's really refreshing, really delicious. So I was like, all right. So I went for a little walk. Went and bought all the stuff, came back, made a couple of Tom Collins, and then continue watching the movie and is delicious. And it's still my favorite drink. I just don't put the sugar and I put in about three times the amount of lime to make it a little more tart and gin. than sweet. And wow. gin. That's what well, I, would I would make for you. You would have options.
4: That would, uh, that, that's, that's more, I, I do love a gin drink. I'm a, I'm a Negroni, Negroni guy. I, I definitely love a good Negroni. I would give you um,
2: Hendrix and like Fever Tree and then Ooh. fresh limes off I have a, a a tree that grows limes in my backyard so that's that's what it, you be getting like all right, fancy the business that's fancy all right fancy i got to steal yes. lemon from my neighbor's tree you can steal from my tree anytime too we got lemons here too uh,
4: listen i love your i love i love the tom collins that that's a very accurate one that would make mm. me feel better mm. if you want to see my bad day get worse give me that mango smoothie thing because <laughs> cuz i'm lactose intolerant and
2: what can you make it you know, with coconut if, milk.
4: Well, it's too late. You already said milk. And
2: <laughs> I should I should have much, asked if there was any restrictions in your diet. Fair play, fair play.
4: Yeah, that would be that. It would throw off my whole pH balance would be off. <laughs> <laughs> be so bad in my stomach. Um now if I were to make you mm. a drink, if you I already know, you just said it. One, you know, a Tom a Tom Collins with a bunch of lime and no sugar. That's right. But if you know Hannah old school hannah hannah can out drink anybody
2: that's true i we
4: and i'm not calling her an alcoholic but
2: you know i have a tolerance in me that must be something that's just bizarrely genetic
4: yeah i you you drink like a viking Mm -hmm. and yeah we all go to
2: the bar and everybody's having some drinks i'm you're never gonna see me like Stumble or fall or get messy or whatever, it just doesn't yeah. have like an impact on me. I don't yeah. feel crazy. And she people. hops in her car and she yeah.
4: drives home. It's always, it's all, I'm kidding, <laughs> <laughs> kidding everybody. I do not
2: nuts. do that. Hannah but usually,
4: it's true. It's so funny, she drinks. Hannah usually would drink, and I didn't realize this. It, like, she would always say, Hey, let's go grab a drink. Meeting with different people, we hung out a few times, but it was always like around the corner from where you live, so you'd walk. That's right. I'd <laughs> be like, Oh. This is why she's suggesting that you to drink at El that's Carmen. Right.
2: <laughs> you know? I love El Carmen. El, is that still there? On third street. Yeah. That's about huh. the business. Little um, door has a great bar next to it. El Carmen. And then some, and then goal opened up and then that was on third street. Mm, I just live off of third. Yeah. yeah. It was a really fun uh, neighborhood to live in. Great bartenders, like super sweet guys that a lot of them are still there. Yeah. Really, really nice. I, people. I live
4: in that neighborhood now. Um, but uh, I would I would give you a nice bottle of red wine. I don't know See? what I don't know what kind you drink. But See,
2: here's the thing. This is the same thing like with your lactose. I don't dig red wine. Really? Nope.
4: Is it just white wine? I you like
2: drink? A, like a really dry white or like a rose or anything with bubbles.
4: Ooh. I thought for some reason, whenever, so all those times you would say to me, Mm. you'd come to work, Hannah would come to work and she would go, guys, I had the craziest (laughs) night. Me and my man, uh, Jesse, we just, we just sat back. We we put on a documentary. (laughs) We was being bad. (laughs) And we cracked open a nice bottle of wine. We might've gone through a bottle and a half. (laughs) I don't know how I'm standing right now. It was white wine?
2: yeah yeah it's even it's everything is it's it's always the tamest version of everything you've envisioned because then you would share your (laughs) evenings and i'm not going to repeat it i won't do that to you i love you too much i'm not going to repeat it and i was like wow how are we so similar and so close as as friends and we um together we're having the whole human experience of life because we are not crossing over in any of our choices once we leave the set
4: that's true that yeah. is, I don't, I we're don't the spectrum it,
2: that the full true. spectrum of living 100
4: percent, 100 percent. it's good to know that is good to know that it's just white wine with some ice cubes in it and
2: that's your idea <laughs> of a race i do put ice cubes in it i can tell i, I mean i like, <laughs> <a> chili. <laughs> I like chili i like a chili i like a chili you can put a little water down a little chili i sometimes i have it with a straw oh my god! i know it's like a sippy cup i'm just i'm just a big baby you guys that's it
4: uh indeed you are indeed you are <laughs>
2: Now it's time to open up Schmidt's Sexy Mailbag, a segment brought to you by Hulu, where I answer a fan question. My favorite thing to do. I love answering fan questions. Please keep sending them. I love it. So this week's question is, hi, Hannah. In New Girl, you got to wear two wedding dresses, one with chevrang and one with Schmidt. I was wondering if you had a favorite, and if so, what did you love most about that dress? Thanks. That's from Carrie P. in New Jersey. They were such different experiences. The one with Shivrang, we actually went down to Artesia, um, which is basically little India, and I got to look through all of these incredible Indian wedding dresses, and they were gorgeous and try them on and the jewelry, and it was such a completely different um vibe, something I've never experienced before. It was really beautiful. Um, I've actually never been to an Indian wedding. <laughs> So um, we got to do a lot of fun research, and I I really loved that dress, and it was wonderful. And of course, Taylor Swift then shows up while I'm in that dress, so I'll never forget it. Um, And then the other dress, uh, the one with Schmidt, we actually tried to have some nods, I remember, to Indian culture, and like there's like a, I feel like a Paisley print in it, if I'm correct. And that was really cool. We actually really worked on like designing it and making it feel super special because we knew that was going to be a huge moment on our show. Um, And so I love them both for very different reasons. Um, Yeah, it was really fun. I never thought I would do a show where we would have uh, two weddings for one character. Um, This was, by the way, the most fun mess around we've had in a while.
4: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed it was. Um, I enjoyed this mess around. hope the fans out there enjoyed this mess around. If you if you did enjoy this mess around, please, even if you didn't, just like this episode. <laughs> hit that subscribe button.
2: <laughs> lie to us. It's fine. You can 100%. lie to us. Also, please tag us in any videos of you side by side doing the Jake Johnson slash Nick Miller leaping. Recreate 100%. it for us. Please. The world needs it. It's so yes. funny.
4: The world needs it like the world needs our merch. So please make sure you go ahead and oh, cop a yeah. mug. Cop I was a wearing the hoodie,
2: by the way, walking down the street the other day. And there I've never ever worn something like with my own face on it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time.
2: Like on oh, my back, it's on my hoodie. And so many people liked it. They were just like, oh, my gosh. And then I would turn around. They'd be like, oh, nice hoodie. And i turn around and it's me. I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's, a, it's Listen, it's great material. It's the best material. It's the highest quality material. I don't think they yeah. found any other material. It's out very
2: there cozy. That's bad I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Queen Latifah, if you're listening, uh,
4: you're on both our lists. Yeah. Put them rolls to the back. Mm. <laughs> mm. Love you, mm. Lamorne. Mm, mm, mm. Love you, Hannah.
2: You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap Podcast. Welcome to Our Show is
1: a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel
2: Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre de Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question
1: you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week.
3: work.